Hey guys, this is Ishai Breslauer and welcome to the CRE Shark Eye Show where we discuss commercial real estate. On Mondays, we dive deep into an asset class and on Thursdays, we go into some inspirational stories for the weekend. Can't wait to start. Let's go. Hi guys, Yishai Breslauer, your host of the CRE Shark Eye Show. I hope you guys are doing fantastic today. Um, today is a special day. I wanted to speak a little bit from my, how do you say, from my heart. Uh, today is the Holocaust Memorial Day here in Israel. I'm filming this show from Israel at this point. Uh, I will be back in America in about, uh, in about a week and a half. Uh, at this point, what I want to do is focus um, on this day, on the, um, Holocaust Memorial Day. Holocaust Memorial Day is is uh, one of the toughest days for the state of Israel, for me too. And um, it's going to be a very different show today. Usually Mondays, as we say, we go dive deep into, you know, market, ask the classes into the market and all kinds of stuff like that. But when it comes to Thursdays, we go into inspirational stories, but they're all related to business, which is going to be somewhat related also today. But today is going to be a bit different because today I want to dedicate this show to the Holocaust Memorial Day. And that's why I didn't bring any guests or something. Um, and if I could, I would bring um, a Holocaust survivor. I, You know, not many of them live. Um, and for my family, many of them are Holocaust survivors. And I would like to share it with you. I have a bit of a cold. Maybe the beard also reflects it. But uh, um, what I want to do today, again, is talk back, is go back a little bit in time into where I come from and to where, uh, where we are today, all of us, where we all are, all of us today. And what's the difference between the world of, and I'm a big Holocaust, how do you say, student. I learn about it constantly, not only about the Holocaust and what the Jewish people went through, um, because that's a part of me, the part of my family, but a part of World War II and what was World War II about. And right now I'm watching, I'm in the middle of watching a series on Netflix of Hitler's henchmen of this, <clears throat> I have a cold, so I apologize for this hoarse voice, but for this close circle around Hitler and uh, how they fought it one, one against another. And it's just fascinating to see one thing that, was a common ground for all these guys, anti-Semitic. They were all anti-Semitic <clears throat> in a pretty radical way that was, uh, to, in today's terms, would be insane, would be called insanity. Anyone today would call them insane, would call them um, out of place. And somewhat these um, super cultural people, you're not talking about monsters or animals or or people, you know, cannibalism or stuff like that. You're talking about people of high culture, people who are listening to music on the highest form, okay? People who who know culture, people who know languages, people who are who are worldly, who are reading, who are uh, how do you say? They're not only cultural; they are civilized and on the highest form. And they come and they do these horrific things, which are nobody can explain, actually. And it shows how to slowly, slowly, they penetrated <clears throat> the German public of that time. 
and got into their heads in order to uh, to influence them to come and do these horrific things to the Jews, which they didn't even plan. How was this snowball going down by hating Jews, saying things about Jews, doing bad things to Jews on the street, um, making sure that there are laws against Jews, putting them away, and then eventually um, killing, like going to this thing that was called would be known in the future today as genocide. Um, <clears throat> something that would be an invention, I would say, of the German people um, of that time. And how did all these guys went with it? So this is something crazy that I'm all the time studying thoroughly. But right now I want to talk about how grateful we should be. How grateful us today we should be. Um, think about that time. Think about what they had to go through. And, and this is the topic of today, the Holocaust survivor that talks about survival. And that was in their, that, that was, that, that's the thing that they were focused, focused on. We are focused on um, financial freedom, uh, getting out of debt or getting into, uh, getting into, how do you say, being success for our businesses, for our family. For, and all these things, and uh, and we think about money, and we think about about entrepreneurship and businesses, and and all these things that we think about, and our struggles, which we go through, and we talk about entrepreneurs that go through amazing, tremendous hardships. Okay, and I'm not putting down any of the hardships that all of us are going through, but. It's unbelievable when you talk about all this stuff and you compare it to what this other generation went through. You can't compare it. It's not something that can be compared. It's something that we have today. Today, we need to think very, very carefully how grateful we are. <clears throat> so, and we, we don't have to go far. This is not something that we read in some books about the far past of the ancient world of the you know the roman empire and how people lived then we're talking about something that happened to our grandparents and we knew them and we knew how they lived so this is something that it's mind-boggling it's mind-boggling how far it is from our from us from where we are today in terms of our physical situation our spiritual situation our our financial situation, our the world we live in, and it was not that far away from us. It was not that far away from us. It was, it happened to people we knew, or we some of us still know. It's the unfortunately there are very very few of them left, but it's something crazy. And I want to share with you some stories from my family, my wife's family, people I know, people I heard of, and so on and so forth, <clears throat> and. And to think about what they had to go through. So I'll start with my grandmother. Uh, may her soul rest in peace. She died with, you know, after having countless, I, I don't even know how many, grandchildren and great-grandchildren and many, many more. And a huge family that came out of her. She was from my father's side. And my daughter is named after her. And uh, she was a very, very special person. Very special person. She was in a family of, there were only daughters, 
I think if I recall correctly, there were four and she was the oldest one. And her parents lived in Poland of that time. And as Germany in, invaded Poland, there was a decision in the family that they had to send one of the kids, one of the girls. And it was pretty clear that it was her because she was the oldest one and the only one who would be able to actually survive out of there because most of them had, meaning they were little kids. And um, so the parents decided they had one certificate, one certificate to, to send someone off. And they send my grandmother. And obviously everybody went to Birkenau and they all perished, the whole family. And um, years and years later, they live in Warsaw, by the way. And years and years later, I remember that how my father used to tell me that she said, why me? Why was I lucky to survive while everybody perished? And uh, everybody had to tell, look what came out of you. Look what, look what was created, etc." So I'm thinking about what she had to go through all her life. Think about all her life, all the hardships that she has to think about all the time. That's one story. My father's side, my grandfather from my father, they ran, ran away from Germany in 1933 because my great-grandmother decided that something bad is happening and they have to move, and they moved. And not everybody was happy in the family. In fact, her husband, my great-grandfather, was a big rabbi, disagreed. He said, I should stay here with my community. She said, if they're smart, they will follow and she picked up and packed everybody, and they all moved. That's another story. From my wife's side, from my wife's side, uh, but first of all, from my, from my mother's side, my grandfather was a huge um, part, and, and I just found out that many years later that he was uh, a part of an organization called De La Sem. It was like um, De La Sem, D-E-L-A. CEM. It's an Italian organization uh, uh, founded by another person. And my grandfather was one of the people who actually ran the show there. And their job was to save Jews, to buy them out, to move them, smuggle them from place to place to make sure that they're all safe and they're all, they all found a place and they're all fine. Not a simple situation. And, uh, and I found out only many, many years after, many years after, he never told me that. What type of life was that? Meaning we're thinking about all kinds of things. And he managed to be a CEO of a, of, of a factory, of, uh, of a company, and so on and so forth. After that, meaning what kind of life is that? And we are crying about all kinds of things that we're going through. From my mother's side, there was just a picture that came out and... Um, in the family, it ran through the family, and that was phenomenal because um, from my mother's side, her, meaning my mother-in-law's parents, they were Holocaust survivor and Holocaust survivors from that group in the forest, which was uh, uh, what, what was the what was that name? What was that name of that uh, um, of that movie? Um, I forgot already the name of the movie of, of that movie. Um, I forgot the name, but anyways, in the forest where with the Belsky, the Belsky brothers, Defiance, I think it was Defiance, um, with the Belsky brothers that they saved all these Jews together in the forest. So 
my wife's grandparents, they met in the forest and they got married later on. And their story is crazy because my, her grandfather was married to another woman and she had a baby and they had to put the baby to hide the baby. And then what happened? He, he saved his wife by pushing her to life. And that's how we saved her in the first time. But later on, she did not survive. And he lost his wife. The baby was kept at another woman's house. Same thing with my wife's grandmother. She had another husband. And he died. And then they met at the forest. And my wife's grandmother saved that child, which was not hers. After she met my wife's grandfather. And that's how they got together. And she saved that baby. And then they lived in the forest. And then they raised a family. They moved to America. They lived in Portland, Maine. And they had this life. Uh, he became a plumber. It was this fighter guy. He was always relentless. And I had the privilege to meet him also. Uh, very, very few months after we got married, he passed away. He was a very special person. And uh, the grandmother, I never met her in, in a proper way. She was alive years after, but she had Alzheimer's, unfortunately. But anyways, thinking about what these people had to go through, what we are going through and what we are crying about, what we are complaining about, what we're thinking about, what type of life we have. And when we're thinking about uh, push forward, uh, um, uh, how, to, how to use our money, entrepreneurship, um, how to thrive, um, how to be better, how to push ourselves. These people didn't have that luxury. They didn't have the luxury of pushing themselves and become better and better and become great and doing all these things. They had to just, if they had a bread to eat, that was a huge thing. If they could, if they could make it, if they could do something that will actually get them through the day, that was amazing. That's how it was. So where are we? How grateful are we for our lives? Or can we do better with our with that trait, with that, uh, with a part of us to be grateful? Can we do better? Can we actually ask ourselves, can we be more grateful? Can we thank God? Can we thank everybody around us? Can we be grateful for our families that we have, <clears throat> for friends that we have? for the ability to wake up in the morning, not being pursued, not being chased off, not being hungry. Um, is that something that we have to be grateful about? Of course, we have to be grateful. And, <clears throat> and one of the things that fascinated me is that everybody, I, I believe a lot of people, many of you have watched Schindler's List. It's one of the, considered one of the best Holocaust films of all time and everybody should watch this because it's, it's it's just a horrible film but it captures the real reality that people went through you know when Schindler's List he had this part where he you know he says I could sell this spin and save another Jew two people and then he falls on the ground or it was the, the ring that they gave him uh, I think it was the ring that they actually gave him and he falls on the ground and he cries and everybody hugs him. It's such a, you know, anyone cries, you know, everyone cries when they see this scene. It's a very tough scene. But then he drives away and that's the end. But that's not the end of his life. 
Asuka Schindler <coughs> actually never became successful again. He was this big, successful businessman that basically sold his success to save people. And he was never successful again. There was no success coming to him again. And um, he never managed to pick himself up. And, you know, you can't judge a person who went through all these hardships to save people. And, uh, and then he was thrown from one country to another, uh, trying this, trying that, always falling into drinking and women and all these things. And you could say, oh, this guy's... But hearing the Jews who he saved, who became extremely successful in business, one of them, I forgot the name, one of them became extremely successful in business. And he took upon himself or themselves to start this organization, the Schindler Jews organization, which basically raised capital in order to be able to support this man, Oscar Schindler, for many years. And Oscar Schindler were not, was not like this great, successful guy. And uh, you could, in a normal life, in our life, in our world situation, you would say, uh, you would say the guy's a loser. What is he doing? He's drinking. He is is not. He's not focused. He's he's not treating his life right. He's not responsible. He's not whatever. <clears throat> and and they didn't care. They knew what's right. They knew he saved them. They knew he literally threw his life to the garbage in order to save them. And you see this mega businessman who is ultra-rich, who is the man who was saved by Oscar Schindler, who is sponsoring Oscar Schindler's life, everything, to be able to keep him alive, keep him, uh, you know, being able to make a living and all that stuff until the day he died. <clears throat> um, and he said, and they asked him, what did you do this? And he, and, he, and he has tears in his eyes and he says, I hope we did enough. I hope we did enough because... There are things that are beyond that are beyond what we see today. We have we became so close-minded about and we're so spoiled about this, and that's not bad, but we have to be able to be more grateful. We have to be able to be more appreciative of what's going on in the world and saying what happened in that world in that past, and to be grateful that we didn't born we weren't born in that era. Just being, just waking up this morning and saying, thank God I just woke up in 2021 with the pandemic, with everything, and not being, and, and not, you know, waking up in the morning in 1942 or 1941 in the middle, you know, of Europe or something like that. Unbelievable, because that did happen to our grandparents and to, and to people that we did know. So I think, and with that, I'm, with that, I'm going to close that, we have to work on our grateful, our gratefulness. How can we be more grateful? How can we look at our friends and say, today I'll be more grateful. Today I'll be more grateful to the fact that I have a company or I have a job or I have a family or I have friends or I have kids or I have anything, anything that I have today that was not available to people in that time, in that era, and we have today, we have to be more grateful. Let's work on our being grateful part. Let's do that. You guys have a beautiful day. Take care.
Hey guys, thanks for joining me in this CRE Shark Eye Show. I hope you enjoyed it. And go subscribe, download, do whatever you guys need to do. And I'll see you in the next episode. Take care of yourselves.